0: this is earth radio and now here's human music
1: what's up everybody welcome to the podcast and this week we're talking d23 but first let's introduce our other host who hasn't been here for a while because he has covid but not anymore cuz he beat it. He beat the shit out of it, guys. Let's bring back Danny. Hey there
0: everyone. Good to see you again. I'm alive, I think. I don't know. Here I am.
1: <laughs> well, you've been gone for like a month, month and some change cuz you've been you started school. Yeah, school, some other stuff,
0: COVID. It was uh it was kind of rough, but I'm back and ready to rock and roll. Or not. Whatever. Very
1: noncommittal. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, of course. So this past week we had two major events that happened. We had D twenty three, and then we also had Ubisoft that released a uh, what they call Ubisoft Forward. It was like a two hour press event. For... Is that really? Is
0: that really a major event though?
1: Not really, but that's like the big thing that happened this past week. This past weekend, I should say.
0: Well, they also had... Uh, Sony had their State of Play yesterday, too, where they revealed um, a new God of War Ragnarok trailer. That's right, they did. That looked cool. Too bad I don't have a PS5. I
1: know. You might as well... Would... You might as well uh, finance a uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 cabinet and get a PS5. I think that'd be a little bit easier, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, but, you know... Finance... That's right. Uh-huh. I'm financing a lot of
0: stuff right now. That's,
1: <laughs> That's right, sweet. bitches. Marvelous Capcom 2 is coming in Finally. arcade form. I we still this, want that. I know we had this conversation, didn't we, on the podcast about different uh, games that were that were offered, but not Marvelous Capcom 2. And they, I guess, they heard us.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm surprised it took so long because. You know, they had uh, Marvel Super Heroes, which I remember, and I played that back in the day. I had that one, which was just a Marvel fighting game from Capcom. And then they had Marvel versus Capcom 1 on one of those machines, which I don't think I ever played that one. Uh, Nobody ever really talks about it. But Marvel versus Capcom 2 is the big one, and um, I so want that machine. Maybe I'll just settle for when they make the smaller one, you know, the little tabletop one. Uh so we'll see when that
1: happens. Yeah. So this weekend I went to downtown and watched I caught a Padres game. Well, realistically it was a Dodgers game because like everybody was there. Like a lot of people were like there for Dodgers. By the I say the 6th inning a lot of Padres fans left and it was just left with Dodgers so it was great. It was fantastic. But afterwards I went to a place right down the street called Coinop. And inside, I found a Marvel versus Capcom 2 cabinet. And I was like, oh, here we go. So I would love to, f- I, you know, I would love to own the original cabinet, but I know it's hard to come and hard to find. Like, that was very hard. I didn't even, I wasn't even looking for it, and I found it. So I thought that was, like, really cool. And I sent a picture to you guys.
0: Well, it'd probably be too expensive to buy.
1: Oh, yeah, it's, like, two grand for yeah. the original PCB board version. Yeah. So, yeah. But what's going to be fun So we got a little D23 news. So take it away, Danny. Yeah.
0: So we'll do quick little, well, not too quick, but just cover some of the major events. Obviously, so much was revealed. Can't cover everything in detail or else we'd be here for like two hours. And um, I know you all want to listen to us for that long, but we
1: got stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. We got a life to live outside this place. Yeah, so let's let's first talk about what was shown. Like there, there's We'll go over it a little bit, and then we'll go back and talk about it. How about that?
0: Sure, I'm confused what you just said, but I'll just read my list.
1: Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> read your list. Okay. That's what I was talking about.
0: Okay. You're talking about the thing I was talking about? Sure. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we just said the same thing twice in a row. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 uh, was up first. Well, I mean, I don't know what the order is, but that's what I wrote first. Now, I got to say, when it was originally announced and I was like, I love Indiana Jones. Yeah, I didn't like Crystal Skull as much, but I know we all wanted another Indy. But I was all like, 80-year-old Harrison Ford punching bad guys doesn't sound too fun to me. But they revealed the first trailer for Indy 5, even though it hasn't been released. And Harrison Ford was there. James Mangold was there. And, um, you know, so that was uh, pretty great. And they revealed the trailer. Harrison Ford got emotional. It sounded like it was great. I wish I could have seen it. And I'm a little bit more hyped now, even though I still think it's going to be dumb that an 80-year-old man is going to be going on an adventure. But I hope it's good. I really do. And I think James Mangold is a good choice and a good director. So
1: I'm sure it'll be good. Do you think that this is his final adventure?
0: Yeah, I think they confirmed it. I know for sure it's John Williams' last movie role, a movie um, composing, and then he's going to retire, which I thank him for all his efforts, but he's 90 years old, so he can go retire in peace. I think he's earned it.
1: Yeah, I believe he's earned it too. Uh, So there was a photo that came out during that was uh, the actor who played... Short Round and Harrison Ford. I, I don't remember the name of the actor, but I don't want to disrespect him. Like he he was pretty good in that film that recently came out all everywhere all at once or something like that.
0: He hua quan. I'm sure yeah, I guess. Okay. Iahua quan. And, and I apologize.
1: which I I mispronounced that too, and I'm very, very sorry. But they took a photo together and there was a theory among our friends. And it's now headcanon for me that Short Round died because the communists killed him
0: <laughs> in the Great Leap in China. Chairman Mao personally executed Short Round
1: for for being around with Indiana Jones. So
0: wait, can I uh, can I tell a quick funny story since Go we're ahead. talking about headcanon? Go ahead. So with my students today, our warm up, we're getting ready to write an essay on Columbus where they have to either say Columbus Day should be celebrated or uh, Columbus should not be honored. So to kind of present that point of taking different perspectives, I think you've heard this debate before, but like a man breaks into a pharmacy to steal medicine for his wife that he can't afford. That's like Kohlberg's level morality for the psychology people. I'm, I'm If you haven't heard that, there's you probably heard of debates. Do you break the law to do something right to help someone like stealing food to survive? Right, right. Yeah. So I posed that question and, you know, I had a little fun with the students out of it. Of all the classes, it was my gifted honors class that they were just going so overboard. They're like, what about this? What about this? Let the wife die. The world doesn't care about the uh, Johnson's wife. And this one girl wrote in the chat, oh, he returned the medicine because he found out his wife was, ha- was cheating on him. And I'm like... Where are you guys getting this from? She's like, oh, I made it up. And this was just supposed to be write a sentence for each viewpoint so you can see all the different sides. So headcanon is
1: crazy. (laughs) You got to be kidding. The stuff that kids come up with and then put together in their head, that's a little wild.
0: Yeah, and there were no clues. The only clue was he can't afford the medicine because it's too expensive, so he breaks in to steal it for his wife. And all of a sudden, oh, yeah, his wife is cheating on him, so he returned the medicine.
1: That's not the point. (laughs) I I think there's deeper-seated issues there with that statement. So who knows? But headcanon, everybody. Yeah. So next up at D23...
0: Just in the order I have on my notes. Uh, Mandalorian Season 3 and a couple other Star Wars things. Also Willow. I never saw Willow, but that's cool. Willow's back. But Mando Season 3. I'm looking forward to it coming
1: next year. That was uh, that trailer was the same trailer that they showed at uh, Comic-Con this past year. You mean Celebration? Yeah, at Celebration. I'm sorry. Yeah, they showed yeah. that at Celebration and... A lot of people were going crazy and wild for it, but those who didn't get to see it, like, were like, "Well, what's going on?" And I saw a like a janky version of it. Oh, a leak. Yeah, like a leak. Like somebody who was sitting like almost like third row. You know, it looks it looked janky, right? But I saw it and I was like, "Well, no, that's the same trailer." So that's good that they changed a couple things in that trailer, which is nice. It looks good. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing it next year. I was initially disappointed. Because I felt like it didn't do
0: enough to drive what the plot will be. There were hints of it. But then I'm kind of glad because I remember how Season 2 of Mandalorian, the back half was um, very plot heavy to the overall narrative with uh, spoilers. Grogu getting stolen and then meeting Ahsoka and Boba Fett. So I'm kind of glad they didn't show too much in retrospect because I am looking forward to it and I would like to be surprised. I don't think it's ever going to live up to the surprises of season two, but it doesn't have to if it can still tell a good story.
1: I mean, like I said, I'm looking forward to it because they're actually going to go back to visit Mandalore. Yes. Which to me, you know, you see the the dome that was destroyed during the during the the fight for Mandalore. So this is going to be very interesting where they're going to go with this. And I'm glad again, they don't give away too much in the trailer, but I'm very, very happy that that we actually got to see a clean version of it on online.
0: Next up, the D23 Expo. I know a subject near and dear to your heart. The Little Mermaid trailer was finally released. They also announced Peter in Wendy live action Peter Pan movie.
1: Mhm. And I want to say I thought there was one more live action. I released. think there was, but I'm not sure, Rick, if you can let us know. Mufasa. That's what it yes, is.
0: Yes, a That's prequel to The Lion King.
1: Yeah. So, okay. Yes. The Little Mermaid is very near and dear to my heart because that is one of my favorite Disney movies. Do I care that the actress is black? Not really. It's who they pick to be the best actress. When I heard her voice, I was like, oh, crap. Like, she can really sing. She has red hair, so I think that's all that matters. I mean, I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me at this point anymore. Like, to be honest with you, it's nice to see representation. I know I was a big, very anti representation person a long time ago. People changed their views, and I I can say that. Like, I get that not every person would like to see Ariel be black, but in all honesty, you know, other kids are going to look up to this as a thing for them, and that's cool.
0: To uh, quote Cobra Kai season five, which is quoting Rocky Five. If you can change and I can change, we can all change. Or sorry, Rocky Four, we can all change.
1: Yeah, we're we're capable of changing, and we're capable of seeing. I, I'm actually looking forward to it. I heard that there it's not a beat for beat of the animated movie, which is okay. It, it can do its own thing, which is good
0: because a lot of these Disney live ad, uh, live action adaptations are just like carbon copies.
1: Well, I know you can attest to it because you're the only one in our friends group that watched Pinocchio.
0: Yeah. I survived.
1: <laughs> the fact that you could say you survived. Pinocchio. Says something about that film. I, I'm, I, I know that you were telling me things as they were happening. And I'm like, I can imagine it. And I'm like, ooh, that's not good. But, you know, I think that it's a good thing that they pick the best actress who can sing. Because, you know, in Disney movies, they don't necessarily use the same actress who voices the character to do the singing voice. So that's kind of neat to see. The Peter Pan
0: movie, uh, titled Peter and Wendy, I hope that's good. All they released for it was a
1: poster. So we will see how that goes. And then the Mufasa, I believe they released just the, like a teaser trailer for Mufasa.
0: I think they only showed it there.
1: Yeah, well, it was shown there. We didn't get to see it. But I, from what I gather online... It was just the 30-second trailer of the music, the sun coming up, and Mufasa coming over the crest. That was that was it. I mean, that's going to be original
0: because it's a prequel, so it won't be a carbon copy of anything. I don't know if I...
1: That's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, the original... Not original, but the, the live-action remake of The Lion King had some good parts, but in the end it was just, it was still The Lion King. There wasn't really anything of value added.
1: It didn't deviate but, from the source material, basically. Yeah,
0: I i think that's more what I meant to say.
1: Well, that's, you know, it because it didn't deviate, which is, you know, you make a carbon copy of something, that's what people want. But then again, you know, when you get a different director who wants to show his chops about what he can do like they change the source material just a tad not a lot of people like that but that's okay it's fine but
0: i think also with like disney it's what they want it's such a big brand a director may come in and say this is what i want to do but it's kind of like the marvel films it's all their vision it's their way they're obviously not going to go out and get somebody like christopher nolan who's going to put like his own spin cuz they have to keep it in brand
1: so, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's good. I mean, look, they can do whatever they want. They're the House of Mouse. They they make things.
0: And they make everything and they rule everything. I guess so. Also, uh revealed was a new trailer and footage of Avatar: The Way of Water. Moving on. So, take that, haters. <laughs> I I mean, I've explained this jokingly. Do I think Avatar was the best movie? No. Did I enjoy it? Yeah, it was visually stunning. But uh, I don't know, just for some reason, I hate when people just hate on Avatar for the sake of it. Uh, for the sake of it. So having said that, I look forward to Avatar 2.
1: Okay, I mean, I know they're re-releasing it in theaters. Yeah, I'm not going to see it again. So they can try to, well, they're trying to beat the Endgame record. They already did. Well, no, they're trying to do it again because Endgame rebroke it. Or was it Spider Man that no. broke
0: it? No, Spider Man didn't grow some more.
1: Well what I know I know that one film beat it and then they try to release it. It and was then they beat
0: Av it again. Avengers beat and uh Titanic. Endgame beat well yeah and uh, Avatar and then they re-released it and it made like two million more or something.
1: Yeah. So I think that's why they're re-releasing it to say hey, we're kings of the we're kings of the roost. But it's Disney playing the long game because Disney owns the property. So, yeah,
0: they own. I think they're just trying to re-release it because they know people want to see the new one. Um, I'll say this though, I I do want to go see it in IMAX 3D, the biggest theater possible. Cause love or hate the original Avatar story, which was a basic story. It was simple. There's no denying that. I did enjoy what James Cameron put into the movie, the world he created, the visuals, the technology. It looked great on screen. So I do look forward to seeing that. So I think some movies you go out there because you want to see a story. Some movies you want to go see action and fighting and turn your brain off and see something dumb. And sometimes you just want to see something spectacular looking. And I think Avatar, I don't think it's going to be dumb. It's a new story. I don't think it's going to be the Dances with Wolves slash Pocahontas ripoff. And James Cameron does pretty well with sequels. We all know that.
1: That's true. Look at Terminator 2. That was a fantastic sequel.
0: Aliens was pretty good. I like Alien I like Alien better, but Aliens is a pretty good movie and expanded upon Alien. So I'm looking forward to Avatar 2.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what was next? What was next on uh on the list? Okay, uh we got all the Marvel stuff and that was a lot as always. Yeah, they go ham. They go ham fist over that. So we'll start off uh Werewolf by Midnight. That looked interesting. That looked very interesting because the font and the stuff that they used it was very um. Grindhouse. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, gri- There you go. That's what I was looking for. It's very grindhouse and the fact that like it's like werewolf by midnight and you know you just see different things going on and it's like it could be interesting i i like
0: that they're trying to go for the grindhouse feel but it kind of to me came off as cheesy
1: and i saw a man thing in there that was pretty cool yeah but here's the thing if you think about it if they're going for a grindhouse effect that's fine that's something that i don't think you see in disney movies too often or Disney shows or films or whatever.
0: Ever, ever, if you want to be honest.
1: Well, you know, the who was the company was it Miramax that made uh the Grindhouse films? The the Yeah. The that recent is ones true. with uh The, the Planet Yeah, yeah. And Rodriguez. Was that was that Miramax that helped release that?
0: I think it may have been, you know, technically that was Disney, but that was uh wasn't the Disney logo per se. Right. So, Werewolf by Midnight. Secret Invasion, they showed the first trailer for that. Uh huh. Which, um, in the comic books, was an all out superhero fight versus uh, aliens, which was pretty cool. But this one, they're making it a Nick Fury story. So, I hope it has. I, I really enjoyed the story because it was all the heroes fighting the aliens, the scrolls shape shifting. So it looks like they're going to do that, but just more of a spy route. So I hope it's good.
1: Yeah, it does have like a spy feel to it for sure.
0: Yeah. New Ironheart Ironheart trailer, which I know she's going to debut in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which they showed a new trailer. They talked about Echo and they said Kingpin's going to have an eye patch and Daredevil will, will appear. And um, interesting, the uh, Daredevil born again is going to have 18 episodes,
1: which is cool. And I know the actor said that it is not season four, episode one. It is season one, episode one. So, yeah, he made a clarification on that, which was interesting. Yeah,
0: I mean, I was expecting a reboot and word of mouth is that Daredevil is going to be lighthearted on She-Hulk. Maybe not so much him like telling jokes, but it might be the situation that he's in, which makes sense considering She-Hulk is a bit of a comedic show. I hope Daredevil Born Again is dark. Probably won't be as dark as the Netflix series. They already said it may not be based on the Frank Miller story that it shares its name with, which kind of had some parts in season three of Daredevil where Karen Page sells out his identity for heroin and everybody's like trying to get Daredevil and they know his identity and he has to fight back out of his costume. So I think the Born Again mantle is just kind of like um kind of like Spider-Man Homecoming that title was obviously a way of saying, "Hey, look, we got Spider-Man back."
1: Yeah, that and it sounds interesting. I mean, it's not a I'm happy that it's not a reboot. I'm happy that it's not like or continuing on from the Netflix. Netflix was good, but I know that Disney can do a little bit better. So, I'm looking forward to that.
0: Well, I, I think the Netflix show did a good job of hitting the grittiness of Daredevil. No, it I did. Don't, it did. I don't and... think Disney's going to be that gritty. You know, okay. like, certain certain heroes are dark. Batman is dark. Even the animated series had some elements of it being dark and gritty. Daredevil is a gritty character. Yeah, he is. Now... Perhaps the Ben Affleck movie took it a little too gritty at times, you know, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was just, that was just a whole other disaster all around.
1: I mean, it's okay. It's fine.
0: It's a dumb fun watch, but it's definitely not a good movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, I and, and in the, in the sense that I'm saying that it, it wasn't gritty, I mean, The Netflix series did a really good job. Don't get me wrong. It did a fantastic job of presenting something that we hadn't seen yet. In terms of like fight choreography and, you know, other things. Like that. the hallway scene in the first season. Where he's just beating the living tar out of everybody. Which was awesome. But you don't really see that in like Disney films. Because, you know, they got to Disney it down a little bit. But, I hope with this new Reborn that they kind of do something not super extreme, but they show you, hey, he's a, he is a almost not an antihero, but he's he's willing to hurt people to get the job done.
0: We also had the first footage of the Marvels, which will feature Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. I want to say one other person that escapes me right now, but from what I heard, Monica Rambeau, I think they said she was going to be in it. From what I heard in the trailer, every time they use their powers, like they switch places with each other, and then they get in different situations.
1: Which makes sense because that's what happened at the end of the Marvel Miss Marvel. She did something and she switched places with uh, Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. Yeah, so it makes sense that they're linked in that in that way. Okay, although although I did I did watch I watched the last episode just out of morbid curiosity. And at the very end, they switched. Like, Miss Marvel switched with Captain Marvel. And she was like, uh, why am I here? So that was interesting. I'm going to go back and actually watch it because it looked fun. It looked like a fun, like, you know, kid, kid-style kid show.
0: And uh, probably what I think turned out to be the best of their show was the, no- the new trailer for Ant-Man and Wasp Quatamania.
1: I haven't seen the... Was it the no, was it Comic Con? I think they had it at Comic Con. I saw it, a leak video, for I like saw a leak video too. And but they haven't released it, right? Right, which, which, when does that come out like February 23rd of next Something year? Something that's, yeah, somewhere sometime well, in February. So it's coming soon, which is great. I'm, I'm excited for it. And I heard that they made Jonathan Majors a very, very dangerous villain in this film.
0: Yeah, he's supposed to be Kang, who we know will be the next big bad of the uh, Marvel Universe. We saw him in Loki. Now he'll be in Ant-Man. And then they have the Kang Dynasty Avengers movie. Although it feels a little weird that he would debut in Ant-Man. Because I'm assuming Ant-Man's going to outsmart him somehow. Because your hero has to win. Yeah, sometimes heroes lose like Infinity War. But Ant-Man is not really... The type of setup to end with him losing. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. No, I get so, you. But but we'll see. You know, I'm excited to uh see when the trailer drops. Yeah. Hopefully soon because or you know what? I'm thinking that maybe they might drop it during uh, Wakanda Forever.
0: Yeah, that makes the most sense.
1: Because they're gonna l- release that. That only come that comes out when, in November of this year? Yes. So that only gives so that- it four months to have build up to Ant Man Quantumania.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, they're Marvel movies. People are gonna see it. They can literally not have a trailer. Their trailer can just be, you know, Black Panther coming next month, and people are gonna go see it. They don't. They don't need a promote. Obviously, they still do because that's the Hollywood way. But I mean, we know Marvel sells.
1: Right. Right. Right.
0: Loki season two, which we already mentioned, short round was joining. Hmm. Fantastic Four confirmed the director and that was it, no cast yet. Which is kind of
1: kind of interesting. Like they don't have a cast for it yet, but
0: well, I mean it's still in the early pre-production. They probably they probably got who they have in mind and just got to settle out the contracts. I don't know for sure if they're going to get John Krasinski or if he was just going to play a variant from in Doctor Strange. Mhm. I've seen some people thinking online which is not anything official. It's just people speculating that he was just a variant. Of course. And the Thunderbolts movie was announced.
1: Which is interesting because the cast for the Thunderbolts movie is missing a couple key Thunderbolts, I guess. Zemo's one of them.
0: The um, Thunderbolts, for those that don't know, is pretty much Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad, a bunch of villains working for the government on missions. And I understand the cast they're going with because they're not going to introduce new characters. So it's like Bucky, um, Yelena. Is that her name? Black Widow's sister. Yelena. Yelena, um, Taskmaster. uh, Taskmaster. David Harbor's character. The Uh, Red Red Guardian. Red 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 Guardian. Guardian. Yeah. Then there's Uh, Ghost. US Agent. Yeah. And then uh, Julia uh, Dreyfus's character. Yeah who is probably just going to be their commander. And Bucky is not going to be in Captain America: The New World Order.
1: Which you know, which is kind of interesting because it's like okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I why mean,
1: make that change if he was like very prominent in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier?
0: I I think cuz they just want to use him for Thunderbolts. Which, which is which I, is fine. I I guess you know I I get because you want to put out characters that everybody knows. Whereas Captain America: New World Order, you know, they're going to put Anthony Mackie out there,
1: so um, right. That yeah. So is that it for the D three stuff?
0: Yeah, I think that's about all the major information. Oh, well, that's great.
1: And then at the same time, on September tenth they announced a Ubisoft Forward. And I'll give you all the announcements that they came out with for Ubisoft Forward. They came out with a huge list of games, but notably, Splinter Cell was missing. It's kind of disappointing. I don't know why Ubisoft did that. But they released, these are trailers that they released. So they released Mario plus Rabbids, Spark of Hope. They released uh, Rayman as the DLC for that game. They released Skulling Bones, which there's a little bit of controversy with that game already. It's not even out yet. There's been uh, like
0: controversy since day one because yeah, come this out. this
1: game this game is just like it's just been in the it's been in limbo for a long time, and like the gameplay was not great. They also released Republic Riders, season four trailer. Then they went in a little bit of division, which they did Division Resurgence, which is a mobile division game. They announced the Dark Zone trailer for that. They talked about Division Heartland, which is a console game, which is set in the same division. All these games are set in the Division universe. Uh, this game is takes place in between the first game and the second game, so it's kind of in the middle. They released uh, another thing for Mythic Quest, which is a show. Uh, I believe that shows on Apple TV. But I haven't really seen anything for that. Uh, they got a game called Trackmania, which I haven't heard from. And then they went they went ham with the Assassin's Creed games. They have Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is gonna go back to basics. It's going back to non-RPG style gaming, and it's gonna have a story. It's gonna be set in the ninth century. I'm I'm kinda looking forward to that because I I used to play every
0: Assassin's Creed until um, after the uh, Origins, because then it really started getting RPG. And I like RPGs, Mm -hmm. but it's not what I wanted out of Assassin's Creed. And I look forward to going back to basics and just sneaking around and assassinating people.
1: Well, if you're looking forward to that, you're looking forward to the next one, which a lot of people have been clamoring for. Assassin's Creed, set in feudal Japan. You finally get to slice people up with the samurai sword. Well, I don't. You play as a ninja in that, though. But yeah, but he has a samurai sword, that's like a little sword. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's interesting. But they also have another one that's called a, It's called Project Jade, which is set that in one, China.
0: I think that one was going to be a mobile one, wasn't it?
1: Uh, I believe I'm not a hundred percent sure.
0: But and then uh, the
1: Japan one, did they announce? Is that a console game or that? Well, it's a. It's in Project right now. So it's projects. Uh, i trying to look for the name. It falls under the Assassin's Creed Infinity series. So whatever that means, I have no idea. I just hope they're good. I do too. I'm looking forward to being able to just run up on people and assassinate them and then run away and hide in, hide in uh, groups of people. <laughs> not have I to play them. online and not have to, like, I gotta kill 50 people to unlock a new type of assassination mode. You know, it's... I don't know. I'm just glad they're going back to basics because yes. that was what was fun. It was fun. Uh, the first Assassin's Creed game was fantastic. The second one, you know, you Even we met Ezio and then they had a trilogy for that. The third one was Connor in the Revolutionary War, which was awesome. Four, I think, is one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. Black Flag, Black Flag is was, amazing. It was my one favorite. of the best.
1: But the problem with that is, is that's what they based skull and bones on and it doesn't even have that type of fighting system or anything it's well it it doesn't even have any uh
0: foot missions i mean or like fighting i should say because i know yes. you can walk around the ship and go on land but you can't like shoot people you know i know people used to make fun of sea of thieves but uh that at least had sword fights and guns not that i ever played it right but from what i heard they just they always um i think it had
1: a rough launch it did, but was- it, found its, it found its footing in the Xbox community because it was an X, ex- they had released it as an Xbox exclusive and people loved it. it, it be, it's, it's a beloved game because they've released so many updates for that. But the problem with Skull and Bones, you're correct. There's like, no, you can't get off the ship and fight people on the land, which is what you could do in uh, Black Flag. Which that's what I loved about Black Flag is like you were an assassin, you got to you went to islands, you jack people up, you, you steal money from them, and you run back to your ship and you sing your damn sea shanties. Okay, that's what I love.
0: I think the problem with Skull and Bones, and we talked about it before. The problem is it was announced five years ago, and it still hasn't come out.
1: Yeah, that yes, that's the other problem is that there's too and much.
0: It's gonna it's gonna come out, and it's gonna suck just like Duke Nukem Forever.
1: Oh no, See Duke Nukem Forever was 13 years in the making and that game sucked balls. I think like, also
0: people just outgrew Duke Nukem.
1: Uh yeah, that is what happened cuz when I played it I was like, wow, this is garbage. I remember I put $5 down at a GameStop. 13 years later they called me and said, "Hey, your copy of Duke Nukem is ready." You
0: should've been like, "Can I get my 5 bucks back?"
1: Yeah, I was I was confused cuz I had completely forgotten about it, but I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> I'll go pick it up and I did and I got a Duke Nukem shirt
0: that'd be funny you get there do you have your receipt from 13 years ago yeah I didn't
1: I didn't but I was in your system
0: you'd be like nope sorry can't have it (laughs) no Duke Nukem forever for you but it was weird because not attending the Duke Nukem party
1: well yeah I mean that game it just turned out to be pure crap it was just terrible but 13 years is a long time to wait for a game to be in development hell and it for it to suck when it comes out. Yep. So you got that to look forward to with Skull and Bones, people. Good luck, everybody. Yeah. And then finally, we got a hodgepodge. Quick, quick, quick. I'm going to go through some stories real quick. Okay. And then we'll be done for tonight.
0: Sounds good to me. And be- this
1: episode will be released on Monday. You heard it here, folks. Released on Monday. Monday, m-
0: Monday, Monday. Monday.
1: Monday, Monday, Monday. Oh,
0: man, I got work on Monday.
1: No, that sucks.
0: I Can I just say, I've had the worst start to a year ever in my teaching career.
1: Yeah, you have.
0: I got, I got COVID on the third day of school, had a missed time, haven't really settled in, and then LAUSD got hacked. And all our systems were down, and we had to spend like a week getting students reconnected. And many websites are still down, and it's been miserable.
1: Right. And I'm so sorry to hear that. That really sucks. Yep. So we're going to go through this real quick. Let's see. Since we last talked, Rick and Morty released two episodes so far for season six. Yes. We have a few episodes of Lord of the Rings, Power of Rings or something, right? That's what it's called? The Ring of Power. We have. Yes, we have Rings of Power. We have. Which is
0: ironic because there's been no rings yet.
1: Yeah. We also have House of Dragons with Danny's Lord and Savior, Damon Targaryen. You know it. We have. Yeah, She Hulk was released, but I haven't watched that and I have no interest in watching it. Cobra Kai, season five came out. Did you watch it yet? I've seen probably like four episodes. So I'm. I'm getting through it. I'm getting through it. It's kind of slogging through it because it's kind of boring. But we're getting through it. Thankfully.
0: I think, I, I hope next season's the last. It's It's been kind of fun, but it's run its course, I would say. Yeah. You can only go so far with a karate soap opera, which is oh, what Co- Cobra Kai is. There's a couple of shows is. that
1: you missed. You missed uh, the Skeleton Crew. You missed Tales of the Jedi. Oh, so- yes. Ahsoka.
0: Tales of the Jedi. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking
1: forward to that one, too. But here's the other one. This was this is a joke. And uh, Yeah, Andor's coming out, too, soon. I think next week or within two weeks. Yeah, and it's going to be three episodes that they're going to release. And it's only and oh, nice. a week from today. And it's only going to be six episodes long.
0: Oh, wow, that's short. But
1: the episodes are going to be about an hour or ten each.
0: Okay, that's cool.
1: So, But the one show everybody's waiting for, Better Call them All. <laughs> Did mention Willow, it's coming back. Um, and I think that's about it. Oh, National Treasure! Completely forgot about that one, which does not feature
0: Nicholas Cage.
1: Nicholas Cage
0: isn't. Uh, what's his name in it from The Hangover?
1: Justin so and so
0: Bartha is that his? Yes, I think I may be saying the wrong last name, but um, yeah. I mean. I never wanted a National Treasure show. If it's <laughs>
1: yeah, if it's I don't good, think I'll. It.
0: If it's good, I'll watch it. If it's just standard, I'll probably skip it. So, but if
1: you watch Justin it, Justin Bartha, I, I hope, I hope you enjoy it. Well, I'm gonna watch it, unlike She Hulk. And then they also announced uh, Iman Wait, es- Esfandi as Ezra, Ezra Bridger. Br- yeah.
0: Wait, what's the matter?
1: You don't want to see She Hulk twerking? No, you know what? This joke has been around. It was on Reddit. That's where I saw it. Tony Stark did it in a cave with a box of scraps.
0: (laughs) It's like that joke I told you. Oh,
1: also, Squid Games star Lee Jung-jae joins the series Star Wars The Alkalite. So that's interesting. It's going to be cool.
0: And uh, Tom from
1: Succession won an Emmy. Oh, that's right. The Emmys were this past week. Wasn't oh, on Monday, right?
0: We, yeah, we had a Keenan and Kel reunion. We did. Yeah.
1: Oh, I missed it. Well,
0: didn't you say nobody cares about the Emmys?
1: Yeah, nobody does. Well, except for I those watched. who wanted Keenan and Kel to be reunited.
0: Yeah, because Keenan Thompson was the host. Uh, he was going to the bar. They were doing some bar skits, and uh, I think that they did this funny bit where Kunal Nanjani was the uh, bartender, but he didn't know what he was doing, and Jason Sudeikis came up to order a drink. Uh, Kunel Nanjani didn't know what to do, so just gave him a bottle, and then he showed him the jar, and he said tip, and Jason Sudeikis said thank you, and he stole the money from the tip jar and walked off, and uh, Keenan Thompson was like, does anybody else need a drink? And Kel was sitting at the bar, and he turned around, no, but I'll take a good burger. And then they hugged and jumped, and that was it.
1: It would have been funnier if he had asked for orange soda.
0: Orange soda would have been great.
1: Yeah. But you know what? I'm surprised that Jason Sudeikis didn't uh, steal more because of that film that's coming out from his soon-to-be ex-wife. Oh, that is a whole mess. That's a no, we're gonna go over that, but probably not this week, but next week. When yeah, including all of us are the, together.
0: The spit gate.
1: Oh, geez. You know, I saw that clip. And it kind of doesn't look like you spit on him, but it kind of does. You he, he had his like... phone. He had his phone tucked in between his legs. He looked down and it looked like he spit on
0: him, and he was like, huh. Yeah, you do see Chris Pine, like, looking down.
1: But here's the thing. Chris Pine just is not interested in doing this, uh, whatever the hell is going on with the press junkets. He's just kind of, like,
0: there. You saw, I posted a while back in the group chat, that meme, the, you know, it said, explain it in football terms. Yeah! And it was like... Can you find
1: that? Real quick?
0: Okay. Okay. All right. I love I love these on Twitter. You see them in sports comments, and someone will say, Explain this in NBA terms. Explain this in NFL terms. So somebody asked, and this could be our teaser for whenever we do decide to talk about this. Uh, the whole bad press going around Olivia Wilde's don't worry, darling, between her, Harry Styles, Florence Pugh, Shia LaBeouf, and Chris Pine just stuck in the middle. But mm-hmm. someone said. Uh, explain this to me in NFL terms. And somebody replied on Twitter. Coach is not so secretly sleeping with a player, making the entire team feel awkward, but especially the quarterback, who is friends with the coach's wife. Also, the wide receiver with domestic abuse allegations, the coach claims he cut for the quarterback's sake, posts a video providing he or proving he actually requested a trade and then someone asked what is chris pine's role in all this and they that person that made up that scenario said nose to the grindstone tight end just trying to make it through the season
1: damn that that's so perfect too yes but don't worry darling don't worry we'll talk about it next week that's a show oh nice segue but that's our show, everybody. Uh, Danny, final thoughts?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm, I really like how you said that at the end, and I got nothing because that was perfect. So um, I'm going to go see
1: Avatar for the haters. Peace. <laughs> and then uh, for me, got nothing. But hey, love you guys. Hope you guys listen. Check us out on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're all there. Send us a message whenever you want. We're available. Uh, You guys are my family. I'm going to treat you like my family. I love you guys. I want to give you a hug. I want to give you high fives if we ever meet. But remember, treat everybody as you would want to be treated. Because that's the golden rule. But in all reality, you know, we're not really treating everybody equally. We're just treating people as stepping stones for something else. Kind of terrible. But that's a show. Thank you, everybody. Peace.